Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a world-class consulting firm that trains employees in sports psychology secrets that drastically improve work performance. Founder Joe Ross is retired Army, who was a fullback on the Army football team, and he was also an assistant coach. And we thank uh, uh, Joe Ross for sponsoring this podcast. Our, our podcast, you can find our podcast on all the major platforms, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and you can also find us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel for Black Knight Nation, and that's where you can find all the video uh, from the podcast. of. Uh, we just had Ross Tucker on and uh, D.A. Sims this week, and we're going to wrap up our week with a, with a very special edition of our Black Knight podcast it's mother's day and we we uh yeah just came up with this idea last night and frederica daniels was nice enough to come on tonight to talk to us about you know what it's like being an army football mom her son markel Broughton is one of the standouts on the defense for the black knights and frederica thanks for coming on tonight really appreciate it i you're welcome you're welcome i really appreciate the opportunity i love army football Yeah, and it shows, you know, we were talking uh, before we started the podcast, we had Ross Tucker on at 10.30, yes, uh, Friday morning, and who's in our, who's on our podcast, and who's posting comments on our podcast, no other than yourself. Yes, yes. You're like the constant, like you're always, uh, we really appreciate that, I mean, if we, comments, you're there, I mean, uh, and you talked about, um, just in our messaging, you talked about, you know, your love for Army football, of course, your son's a player on the team, but now you're kind of learning a little bit about the history of the program through some of our podcasts. And just talk about that first. Yes. Um, so originally when Marquel first went up there, I, I knew of Army football, but I didn't know. He got on the team and everything that says Army football, I'm either reading it, I'm listening, I'm everywhere. And I've just grown to just love it. Like it's a hype. Like it, it's like adrenaline to me. <laughs> like I really love Army football and the history just oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean there's so many books about it and you can read the books but sometimes like if you can have a guest on to, that could tell their stories about the program, man, we have to do a, a few more of those because they're like I said the history. Now am I going to be able to get like hit guys on from the 40s on those national championship <laughs> winning teams? <laughs> No, but we'll see. We we had something on the '58 team, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I like to get like the 2010 um, Armed Forces uh, Bowl Championship team reunion. We like to do team reunions, and maybe we can get some of the guys that you know from the recent past that had those successes with the Armed Forces Bowl. And uh, yeah, we could do that. But for man, I, you know what I was thinking about, Frederica? I was thinking about the latest video that Markel posted on his Twitter. He's not a guy who's on social media a lot, right? No, he isn't. But this video of his highlight, it, it, Army fans, if you want to get hyped for the 2021 season, <laughs> go, to, go to Frederica Daniels' uh, Twitter account, or go to Markel Bryant's Twitter account, right? Yes. Because this video will get oh you, God. in May, will get you ready for September 4th, Georgia State, right? We still ready right now. Like when I seen that video, it gave me chills. It's like, it's time to get on the field. Like where are the hits at? Let's do it. Let's go. Like it, I have watched it. I promise you over 200 times. (laughs) Wow. You see the views go up and now I know where they're coming from. Yes. They're coming from his mama. (laughs) 
you know, it, it really, I, I've seen a couple other players uh, have some highlight videos up there from the season and good for them. You know, I mean, the work that they put in, in that, that COVID uh, 2020 COVID season, wow. right. I mean, now as a parent, it, it had to be tough for you. Right. Because I mean, normally you could, maybe you'd go up and they, what I think I eight out of 12 games were at home. Yes. And that meant no crowds, right? No. Nobody in the stadium. The cadets were in the stadium. My fault. The cadets yes, were. Yes, they were. <laughs> but no parents, no fans. So, um, how at first, what was, how did you handle that? I mean, because because I know you like to travel the games, right? So. Yes, I'm one of those parents. Wherever my baby is, I'm going. Um, I got a new shopping habit. It's not clothes. It is plane tickets. <laughs> and when they said they were not allowing fans, man, it was like heartbreaking, really, like literally. And then it's like, OK, so how about we start tailgates at the house? So that's what we started, tailgates at the house, <laughs> you know, because we are a football family. We love football. But the moment they went on the road, I was there. Like it was like I didn't even have to think twice. My ticket was purchased once they said it was set in stone. It was purchased. I was ready. The bag was ready by the door. <laughs> and to get in there for the first time, like, it was like Christmas. It was it was like Christmas. Like, literally, us mamas built a bun like no other, man. We eat some ride or die, <laughs> mamas. <laughs> and it, it just, it, it hurt to see the first these parents not go. Like that, that really put a damper on it. And everybody wasn't able to travel to the, the four games that we had. I'm sorry. I think it was five games because we had the West Virginia okay, game yeah. in Tennessee. But like literally to see these seniors, parents not be able to go. And a lot of them are on the West Coast and their time difference, it makes it a little bit hard, you know. Yeah. And it, it was <laughs> It was an army mom. I don't even know how to put it. We were in the trenches. <laughs> we were in the trenches. I think the first first world game was Cincinnati, right? Yes, it was. And we got in the car and actually drove to that one. Me and my kids. I was like, come on, let's pack up. Let's go. And I think that game had more parents in attendance because it was the first game that, you know, we could at least – experience you know you got some parents haven't even experienced west point in yeah. itself but just the fact they go on the road they haven't experienced that either so just for them to get the experience it was like no other i think we were the loudest people i <laughs> i have comments from people saying they can hear me through the tv <laughs> right, right well the capacity of crowds was not, was not Without a minimum, right? So I mean, they were letting say twenty five hundred to three thousand, and what army might have had like a, a certain amount of that, like maybe yes. say a couple hundred, maybe possibly. We didn't even have that. I think. I think we had maybe a hundred and fifty. Wow, wow! I yeah. mean, when you're when you're hearing yourself through the TV, that's that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> I mean, that, that's something else. Watch that hype video when they were the UTSA game. Yeah. You can actually hear me in his hype video. <laughs> that that's got to be awesome, consider like you said, considering what the twenty twenty season was like. And yeah, you get to get to see the road games, but 
there was that's a half of more than half of the season that you weren't able to be there. So yes. when you can play that video and you and I'm sure that does wonders for Markel too, right? Yes, and you know he's been holding that video forever. He made that video in January and he made me suffer. He would give me clips of it and he was like, "I'm not, I'm not going on social media. I, I'm focusing on school." And then you know this is their tea week, so he was like, "I'm gonna drop it, mom." And I was like, "Thank God!" And when he did it. I didn't even know he had done it yet. By the time I got to it, it had been shared so many times. I was like, dude, you know I'm first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't even give you the heads up. Wow. No, no. Because he know I he know how I am. I share everywhere over and over and over and over. <laughs> nice. Well, let, let's talk about um, you know, it was a great season for Army, right? They went nine and three through some tough times and they were able to get to a bowl game, the Liberty Bowl, which I'm guessing you, you were you at the Liberty Bowl? Yes, I was. <laughs> well, let us in on that experience. What was that experience like? You know, just the the bowl experience, and I know it wasn't the real bowl experience that the a lot of the parents talked about, but just to have the fact that I could be at one was like, I think it was wonderful. You know, we got to experience the hotel, the Peabody Hotel, and being at that game, like it's an it felt like an accomplishment for our boys. As parents, you know, we were looking at a no season game, just one game, Army Navy. So, yeah. you know, it was just to see us be there was like amazing. But to see our boys fight, I mean, through the COVID issues, like, yeah. had we not had COVID issues, I think we would have beat that team by so many. Like, it would have been yeah. just one player, Radigan. John Radigan. <laughs> yeah, he didn't play that game because of COVID. And also, yeah. uh, Jacoby, Jacoby Buchanan didn't play that game, I don't think. No, like, those so, are two I mean, players that, you know, when you have a, a menu, and a recipe, you need all the ingredients. And, you know, we didn't have all our ingredients, and we still almost won that game. So, like, literally, I think it was – it was wonderful, you know, especially coming off of two back-to-back wins yeah. with Army and Air Force. So, you know, that game was really like the icing on the cake for us as parents and I know as for the kids, the, for the boys, because, you know, COVID wasn't the easiest thing to deal with, but they made it look so easy. They made yeah. it look easy week by week it was like a regular season game let's go yeah and it, you know you look at like those those navy and air force wins back to back like you said i mean those are just cadets in the crowd and you know i mean i can't imagine when you might be if you had a chance to see markel uh before the game in the hotel or anything i mean you want to kind of like recap those games right with them and, but then there's a bowl game coming up and it's just like I mean, exactly exactly and Literally, we had maybe 15 minutes with the boys, if oh, that, wow. because they were in meetings, like it was meeting, meeting. Yeah. They were still on strict COVID rules where, you know, they couldn't hang out with the parents, but for a select time. And you're trying to get all that in. Really, you're trying to get a whole season in <laughs> during yeah. that time. So, but just, and even the fact that they had no bowl game. We were, I don't, I think we had forgot about Army Navy and we were all talking about the fact that we're at a bowl game when we had no bowl game. Nobody wanted to play us. Like it, it was, yeah. it was 
wonderful. Like just to be there was wonderful because we had a bowl game, then we didn't. And all of a sudden they said yes. And we started booking tickets, <laughs> booking flights. <laughs> Yeah, we had um we had Bob Caslin on a, a podcast, a previous podcast. He's former soup, now the president of South Carolina. And South Carolina could have played in the bowl game, but opted not to play the bowl game. And that kind of he said that he kind of talked a little bit with a few people just to let people know, hey, if we can't play, Army's out there looking for you know a wow. game, and that kind of you know that that connection kind of uh, maybe helped out Army a little bit to get to the Liberty Bowl. And wow, that would be what an effort. And, uh, you know, like we said, great season. And now, um, what about, I don't know if it was last week or a couple weeks, recently, Army had this football banquet, and they're handing out awards, and the team's most inspirational player, your son gets, right, Markel gets. And now let me let me um, preface this with, with something. At the beginning of the season, right, they're going through COVID, um, preseason, the Army uh, sends us, like, a melt, which is a video that, they take of practices and stuff. And one of the first things you get in practice, right? It is your son. I mean, 20, acting like, 20, I mean, just reason. the vocal leader of the team as a sophomore, right? Yes, I mean, yes. he is the vocal leader of the team. Guys are coming out on the field. He's getting them hyped. He's getting them ready to go on the first preseason practice. And I'm like, I have heard I heard about Markel through the prep school in his freshman year that this is a guy to watch. But when you see a sophomore stepping up like that and being the vocal leader, and you know I've, I've I interviewed him, I believe right around the Army Navy uh, the Army Navy game and the Army Air Force game or the bowl game. Kind of a quiet guy when he's doing those interviews, but when he straps on the helmet, I mean, total different story. <laughs> talk about that when he puts on the helmet. I mean, he's like. <clears throat> he is focused and all he is out for is the opponent like literally and he sleep eats and bleed football like he's been like that since he was five years old literally he puts on that helmet and a total different person comes out like you i could scream at him a million times in that stands and he do not hear me like he could sit right there and he does not hear me. He's so focused on that game that like he reads the game. He don't even just play the game. He reads the game. So he is focused on the offense, what they're doing. He's focused on every player on that team, including his own team. Like he will, he will go tell you, he'll tell a quarterback what he did. And it's like, dude, you don't even play this for this position. And he, ma. Don't talk to me about football. So, you know, I've learned a lot over the years through him just because of his focusness. And I used to wouldn't let him play video games, but then I learned that's how he learned the game of football. Really? Playing Madden. That's the only game he ever played. I mean, forever. He never played any other games and it was Madden, but he was learning the games, the plays, how to, it, it was just, it's amazing. He's a football guy. Like literally he, he could teach it with his yeah. eyes closed, but the he's so focused and he's he loves he hates losing. He hates losing, so he's gonna do everything he can to do his part. But he's gonna inspire everybody else on that team. Look, and if they do something wrong, don't worry about it. Next, we get them the next time. You know, like he is he does me like that. Like literally, 
He is our inspirational leader at home. <laughs> Talk about that. What, what do you mean by that? And he thinks he's my dad. He tells me what to do, how to do it. But every time he's breaking stuff down, it's literally he's right. Like he he looks at stuff with a different eye. He listens to stuff with a different ear and he thinks he's everybody's daddy. But he's always set goals like he's going to do this and he's going to achieve. He's going to do it at a high standard. So he puts himself at a high standards on everything, like literally no matter what he's doing, it's schoolwork, football. He's just that type of person. And the smile is just electric. He, I mean, literally, if he's not smiling when he's on that football team, he's either in play right then. But, like, literally, his smile, he can be mad and you will never know because he's still smiling. And some teams don't get it. That's one of his little weapons, I think. <laughs> but he Man, just. Yeah, when you enjoy the game that much, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he loves it. Like, and he, he's just, I don't know. We call him our different per- child. <laughs> he, he's just, he's, he's daddy. He's daddy. He's the coach. He's daddy. He's a ear. He's a shoulder to cry on. Like he's everything. And he's very godly. I've, you know, I've raised him up very godly. So he'll throw his word at you at the same time in the midst of a football game trying to pick you up or, you know, he's just, he's different. (laughs) He's so different, but he has, he acts like his mama because we always have to be the light of the party. (laughs) Absolutely. Guys, if you're uh, watching right now and you have any comments you'd like to post, like Frederica does when she's watching our our podcast all the time, please fire in a a comment or question for us. Um, what was your, I mean, it had to feel good when I'm guessing you're watching live on Facebook, the army football banquet awards, right? I and up, up comes Nate Woody and he's presenting um, the most inspirational player award. I believe it's the Anthony Miller award. And um, you know, what's, I mean, that's got, wow. That's got to be an emotional moment for you. Yeah. right? When Markel is named the most inspirational player. I think, I was crying when Nate Woody started talking about it because I already knew the person that he was explaining was Marquell. And it's like, this has to be Marquell. But tears was rolling. Like, it was a heartfelt moment to know that he can move people in such a way, you know. As a parent, you can't teach that to your kids a lot. Like, you can tell them, but whether they grab hold to it and run with it, but he's he cares about everybody and he wears everybody on his shoulders like he will wear you on your shoulders whether you like him or not he's going to care about you like that's just the person he is and when Nate Woody called his name I'm talking about I was screaming and crying at the same time I jumped up out the bed now mind you I just had surgery not supposed to be jumping up I was like oh my god Lord Jesus thank you Lord thank you <laughs> and and when Whoa. he said hot Lana he just flew back from hot Lana to get this award I really went crazy like I I, I was so emotionally overtaken like I it Emotions were everywhere. Like, and then I played it back over and over and over to listen to it. And, you know, just listening to somebody speak of your son in that manner. 
gosh, it feels make you as a parent feel good to make you feel like you've done your part. You know, we don't have no book on parenting. So like literally he set out to do something and he did it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're looking at like what he's doing. Um, You know, not a lot of people are signing up for what he's doing, right. Going to West point in a few years will be, you know, the football career will be, you know, hopefully it's extended past West Point, but when that's over, then it's time to serve your country, right? Exactly. Was there any kind of background with with, um, the military in your your family? And was there, when Army first comes into the picture recruiting Markel, I mean, as a parent, I mean, you gotta, you you hear every, you wanna hear everything about what Army is all about, right? Because that's like we said, not too many people are signing up for that. Yes, so my daddy was in the army, but he told us, told me nothing about the army. So I knew nothing about the army. And Marquell, nobody in his father's side was in the army. And so when they came to recruit him, I was like, nope, he's not going. He's not going in the army. He's not doing this. And then I was like, okay, let me read. And then I start reading and I read and I start looking at the history and I'm like, this is prestigious. I told him when he was little, um, his father was killed when he was young. So it was just me raising these kids. And it's like, only thing you can do, only thing I can give you is a good education. So I wouldn't allow anything less than a B in my house. And he took that and ran with it. And when I read up on West Point, it's as if like this was everything that I was saying when he was five years old, what I wanted him to be. Hmm. And when we got up there for the the tour, the, the, the visit, Brent Davis took us around and I was sold, but Marquell wasn't oh, really. Okay. <laughs> I sold. He was committed to a whole nother school. And, um, he says, mom, you say, God's going to talk to me. I said, yeah, God talks to me. He'll talk to you. And we were actually on our way to his, um, visit to another school. Wow. And I got stuck in Atlanta because of ice and snow and he flew out because we're on two different flights when he got over there to the um delta joe akani i think his name joe akani he's a old grad okay and i think he got off the plane and he was like marquel broughton we watch your film here at west point every day man we need you he went to that official visit came back home decommitted to them and committed to army wow like he was like God talked to me, mom. This is where I'm supposed to go. So, you know, from day one, he got there. It's just mm-hmm. been, he set out on a goal and to be a better person, a better football player. And that most in- inspirational player goes a long ways towards his academics as well. No he doubt. does that in academic, in use, May. So it, it's, it's, you don't know how to take it as a parent. Like it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's like you'll be in tears every day, you know, thinking about it literally because when I read about Anthony, and of course I had to go read about Anthony Miller and I read about him and his stories like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's it. He gives me the wow effect every time. <laughs> What um if you don't mind, what school was he uh, originally committed to? Where was he? Where was he? Um, Lafayette in okay. PA. Okay. 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good school too, no doubt. Yes, academics and stuff. Yes. Funny thing is, that's where John Luce used to coach the uh, linebackers coach, right? His, he used to coach there before he came back to Army. So I think he sealed the deal also with Marquell. He sat in our living room right here where I'm sitting, right here, and he said, "I'm gonna tell you the truth." He said, "You can go to any other school, but you can't leave that school and go to Army." But if you go to Army, if you don't like it, you can go to another school. Yeah. So which one would you choose? <laughs> and Marquel was like, he thought about it and he thinks hard. So, but those words from John Luce really stuck in his mind. And I think that was a lot of his decision as well. It's like, well, I can at least give it a shot. And when he got up there, he was scared of the Army. He loves military stuff he like he loves the military stuff so you know it was amazing he fell in love with the military with west point and west point football yeah i remember seeing something maybe last fall where um even off off the field right he has he's been he spoke in front of cadets didn't he um yes and, and that's not i mean to speak in front of your peers and that to speak i mean what there's over four thousand cadets four thousand five hundred i think but he spoke in front of five thousand five hundred holy it was the size of the crowd wow and after he spoke i had people texting me saying thank you for sending your son here like it i cried and i still haven't even seen a video but just hearing everybody tell me the stories, hearing the cadets come up to me at the game, some of the players, how much Marquell touched them. And to see he's every time you see him, he always has a smile on his face. Yeah. Like it, it's he he's been through a lot, but you would ever, never, never know it. Like literally nobody even knew he flew when he went. He came home for my surgery and they were like, you got to fly back on Saturday. For the banquet, he was like, man, mama, I got to leave you because I got to go back for the banquet. He had no idea about this Anthony Miller Award. Okay. Wow. And then yeah, the, but, yeah. But I mean, wow. That's his, I mean, when that th that 24 hours, right, he's home with you, and then he's back in West Point, and he's receiving Well, he actually got, got to stay. He came in on a Monday and left out. My surgery was that Monday. He came in that Sunday. He left out Saturday morning. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> That 24 hours where he's with you one time, then he's out re uh, receiving an award. You're watching. You're in tears. I mean, holy, I mean, that's amazing. that's just amazing. Um, my heart was like this, like literally, it was pounding. Like, oh my god! Like it, it was. I promise you, I have watched it over and over and over. I will give something some views. I tell you, <laughs> that's even with the podcast from Friday. I've watched it several times <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much we appreciate that we appreciate you're the one okay nice. <laughs> uh, just um i guess if if you want to go into it if you don't that's fine but what he um what his message might have been to the you said that markel's been through a lot in his life um talk about that it, it seems like maybe that's made him kind of the man he is right now you think or now i truly believe and he wears his family on his shoulder. So his father was killed by the police. So that in itself was hard, but I have had strokes and heart attacks and bone cancer 
and it was we struggled we wasn't the richest you know people and he didn't have all the clothes that he wanted to have or all the shoes that he wanted to have but he had football and football was his outlet and i put him in his daddy the last thing his dad did is put him in football before he died two weeks before he died so football is not just football he carries his father with football but then you'll hear him always say I came from the bottom, but I'm going to the top. And that message, he just laid the events out. It was a point of time where they told me I, I had my first stroke. I'll never walk or talk again. His sister raised them during that time. She was 12 years old. Wow. So, you know, he, he, and he, that's who he emphasized the most in that time that my sister gave up everything for me and my brother to live our dreams, I want to be able to give back to my sister to live her dreams. So he's doing, he'll tell you, I do it for my family. I do it for my family. I want to get my family out of what they're in. I want to be able to not have my mom work, or I want my sister not to work, or I want to be able to say, I did this, I did this. And for all the football games that my family, which is his brother, his sister, and me, like he literally we attended every game that he's ever had when until last year, <laughs> like literally. So everything he does, he does it for his family. Little behold, we didn't even know. Um, it's a picture of Benjamin O. Davis up there in the up at West Point. Mm -hmm. And that picture, same pictures in my great grandmother's living room. Wow. I seen that picture growing up all my life. Just found out last year that's our cousin. Uh, that's great. So I, mean, I, I told amazing. you you were destined for God puts you at West Point for a reason. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And um, this week, I believe I was told, and we we're not we won't reveal, but Army captains were the players were supposed to vote for captains. Army has not released those captains' names yet. But when I'm, I, I think I talking on podcasts and just you know, you look at the season that they had, and we we see you know who the who the vocal leaders are on the team, and you know I gotta think that Markel's right uh, right in there a candidate to be a uh, captain as a junior, which I mean doesn't happen often at West Point. You know it's a, it's Jeremy Tenth that's done it, um, Stephen oh, Anderson. Oh, what was that? I'm sorry. Cole Christensen. Cole Christensen. How can I forget Cole? Cole Christensen, Jeremy Tim, Steve Anderson, who does our old grads podcast, was a two-year captain. I mean, there are not many of them at junior year that are chosen to that um, level of leadership on the team. But, I mean, we'll, hopefully we'll get that news this week. Um, you know, hopefully our will release the captains and, we, and we, we'll get that. You know, what I was thinking about is that, you know, the opener, right, the – 2021 opener at Georgia State. I don't know how Ooh, close. Right here at home. <laughs> it, 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 it's right. It's right. You're right around Atlanta, right or no? Yes, we're 20 minutes away from Georgia State, and wow. we are ready. <laughs> we have been talking the noise, and also his best friend, one of his best friends, goes to Georgia State. So this is his senior year at Georgia State. So Marquell will be playing him for the second time. Wow. And it's going to be an emotional game his home game and he comes with a crowd. Um, I think Steve Creppy call us the Broughton brigade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, are you already rounding up, rounding up the fans, so to speak, and, and a group to oh, go? Yes. 
Oh, yes. They've and Georgia State released their schedule where you can buy tickets. So we have I know they're wondering why Army fans are buying because unless you pick on the Army side or which side you want to be on. Yeah. And we will pack that house. If And Georgia has opened up all their venues to full capacity. So mm. we're ready for that game. <laughs> that, I mean, I was talking to a couple of the 2021 commits on the Next Up podcast, you know, counting down the days until their freshman years will start either at Army or Army Prep. I, 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 you got to have a countdown clock somewhere for this game, right? I mean, because. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be. Literally, I have been and I actually got a ticker in my phone <laughs> where it's telling me, like literally, and I w- I'm gonna start posting once we get to that 60 day mark, and we're almost there. <laughs> please, please do, please do that. That'll be a that'll be a way for me to because I'm usually not. You know, that'd be great to keep up with, right? And I mean, wow, I mean, through everything that happened in 2020, and maybe just the way the schedule falls out for to have that game kind of right in your backyard to see Markel play. I mean, holy, well, that's a, that's a good, good for you guys. Right. I mean, for everything that happened in 2020, here's a chance. Yes, we're here so ready. <laughs> you know, when we had the Georgia state game two years ago, it rained on us. So we all have been praying that the rain stay away and let us have a good old football game in September in Georgia weather. So. <laughs> right. I mean, wow. And I guess like now, like you said, with the classes kind of uh, winding down at West Point and then it's um, and it's some uh, cadet, tra- it's some military training and then it's back to summer classes. Right. There's, yeah. Is there a little break where you might see him once? A school I think ends, I'll see him for four days, four or five days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, you the- know what? I'll take the sacrifice. Anything for the football team, <laughs> like literally I, as parents last year we didn't see our boys left on may 31st of last year and a lot of the parents didn't even see their kids until december so it was a sacrifice but it was a well worth it sacrifice like literally i i those five days mean feels like five months when he's here we get a lot done in just in the living room because <laughs> we have fun <laughs> Right. I mean, that's going to be, uh, I mean, it's certainly something that you're looking forward to, right? Yes. Maybe you can give um, maybe just um, a perspective on the West Point moms in the group that you guys are, because sometimes, you know, yeah. through Facebook, you see there's a, there's a close knit group of army football moms that go on the road. Uh, some, I mean, maybe it's, it's, a, it's a certain group. And then, like you said, some, some parents are able to get to certain games and then you add more. It seems like your group gets bigger and bigger during the season when you guys can go on the road. Talk about that, what that's like. So literally we have, we have our own little Facebook page group page that we go back and forth. We find out who's going. And if not, we make sure we send pictures of their player. So whoever's not going, we either trying to video record, like we coordinate and it. And it's, our group is huge. Literally, our group is huge. Um, a little, like, say, for instance, COVID time. It was mainly Cockrell's mom, Sandy, um, Luke McCleary's mom, Robin, um, Nat's mom, Katie. Literally, we are, and Barzak. Like, it, 
it's so many of us. Teresa Roberts, Mike Roberts' mom. Yeah. Like literally, we we speak like we're sisters. So, and we're close sisters. So, therefore, when one can't go, um, we literally are texting them or filming. Somebody take this part. Somebody take this. Somebody take the DBs or somebody take the O line or you like literally. We know the position group, which side to sit on, where to go. You know, literally, we make sure every mom feels like they're at that game. Like it, it's you don't mess with the MOB moms. <laughs> That's mother's other brotherhood. <laughs> you guys got your own little video crew there. I mean. You know, football programs might need to look you guys up. <laughs> I'm just your saying. Your sons are out of school, right? I mean, you guys got got it all together there. I yes, mean. and we're, we can't wait for the tailgates. We're ready for the tailgates. <laughs> if they open it up at West Point, we're going to have some fun, literally. And it's to the point where we started to buy A-Club tickets, and we get tickets to the game. <laughs> but, like, literally, like – what we have to do to get this program to be where we can be in the stands by any means necessary, we're going to get it done. But literally our group is just amazing. Like those women literally are like my sisters. All of them are my sisters. Just like they have a brotherhood. We got a motherhood and the dads also, the dads have their own page and they cohense with each other, but they, they don't have us beat. <laughs> you know what I think too it starts at army prep right because I remember going up to an army prep game a couple of years back and you see the parents like they have this um they have this spread ready for the players once the game ends and yes. uh you know it starts there where parents get to know each other there and it goes through for some it's it's it's, Whatever. it's it's five years and then you have a friendship for the rest of your life right you're right and it's crazy because Marquel was very few freshmen on the travel squad during the let's see the 2019 season yep. Marquel made the travel squad so I was at all the games those firsties moms took me in like no other like Monica Christensen she was like I looked up to her like literally that was my that's all I knew were the upperclassmen parents so they took me in like a baby so I started to do our freshman parents like that so we just all just trickle down and just like we talked we message Monica all the time about Cole, about her daughter, about her husband. You know, it's like a bun, like you say, that goes on forever. And and we're it's even to the point, if you want to come to the game, let us know. Our boys get you a ticket. You're coming with us. Like, literally, it is, it's a newfound family. It's that's a newfound awesome. family. That's awesome. And I can't imagine what it's, what it would be like for you guys if they, if, West Point opens up to some capacity for that Western Kentucky game, right? You're going to have cadets there. And not only the parents of Army football players, but those Army fans are jumping at the bit to root for this team, especially this team coming back this year, right? Yes, it's a special team, literally a special team. Like it, this team, and I hate – I don't even want to say it, but I want to say it. It's such a championship caliber team all the way around, even with the little, like all the quarterbacks we went through, like literally who goes through that many quarterbacks and win a game with a freshman or, you know, it's, this team is special, man. And, And it just goes back through 
as um, Russ was talking about the other day, the recruit, the yeah. recruiting is like unbelievable. We're getting where people look at them as two stars or no stars because they were up under somebody. Look at John. He was up under somebody. Nobody would have ever knew he was that explosive. But what if we didn't have that COVID season? Like literally missed talent. But this team, their bond is like no other. They have a bond. And, and COVID actually brought them together closer. I can imagine. I can imagine. Like, they were the only ones up at West Point for, what, two months? And mm-hmm. literally they couldn't go nowhere. They couldn't do anything. They was with their positions. And literally, I think this team – and it's crazy because I think it's going to go a good three to four more years of the same thing. Like it's passing a torch literally because I heard we got some kids coming from prep. That's real good too. So like literally to add to what we already have. Amazing. Yeah, you watch those prep uh, lifting videos. They're, they're as intense, they're, they're getting as intense as the, as the big squad, you know, exactly. I mean, they're, they're bringing them up the right way, and you yes. look at—I mean, I look at some. I, I saw like a slot back. I believe his name's Darrell Dixon. That's yes. going to be a freshman, and I'm like, what? He looks <laughs> I mean, like he's on the team already. Like literally, I mean, he's ready to go. And that slot back position is so deep to begin with. And you know, look at Ter- Terrell Robinson last year as a freshman, get finding his way into the starting lineup as a freshman. So I mean, this is a team where, man. I know there was some. I know there was some chatter not too long ago about you know Jeff Munkin and you know Ooh. wanting uh, wanting it. And I know you're probably as one of the parents was breeding breeding a sigh of relief not only for the football side but for what he brings to the table outside of football point. too, right? Yes, like Jeff Munkin is not just a football coach to those kids. He's a friend. He's he he's a father he's a friend he's a cousin he's a whatever you call him he'll be that he listens and man the bun literally i was crying like i was crying and marquel don't talk to me like marquel shoots a text message that's it mm-hmm. he won't call you like during school or during football season i don't get phone calls from him i get text mm-hmm. messages <laughs> I do a daily devotion. He started a daily devotion on the football team where I used to send him a daily devotion. And he said, mom, I'm going to start a group. It's three people, but it'll build throughout. It started it in January. We're up to 21 football players. And just that, I think we even got some coaches in the group. I'm not, I'm not even sure, but that's what Jeff Munkin brings. Everybody. He's, he's so army football. After I've done my research, he is so Army football. Like, he knows the songs. He knows. He is phenomenal. He he is phenomenal. And I've been watching him now since, I want to say, 2016. That's okay. when the first little peak of interest came. And I started watching then and learning and looking. And he is so army football i'm so happy <laughs> like so happy when i see i think i was one of the first ones to tweet it out on our face on the twitter to our parents and also put it in our facebook group i was like 
Kansas is getting the other one. Like literally, it was us parents were we were going back and forth with with even some of the old grads. Like literally, Jeff Munkin is Army football. Yeah, there's there's no doubt, and I know that you know just when that news came that Friday uh, a couple of Fridays ago, it was like wow. I mean, you know, I know Coach Munkin's had a very successful career at West Point, and he. he one hundred percent deserves, you know, to get those um, opportunities elsewhere. But I think a lot of people, I mean, man, the, just following social media, right, and just seeing <laughs> the uh, just just everybody bonding together and just saying, "No, oh, you can't." Hey, that's our coach, you know. You can't, <laughs> yes. That kind of stuff, right? That's our coach. You can't have our coach. And then yes. I'm hearing done deal, but then I'm hearing a little bit. There's weird. You're tracking flights, and you're doing this, and you're doing that. <laughs> and then I hear there's a marching band getting together at Kansas yes. on that Friday, right? And I'm like, wait, Army has a spring game. He's not going to be in Kansas on Friday. Fly back for the spring game. That's going to be yes. hard to pull off, right? Yes. So that was a. I mean, that was kind of out of the out of the blue type of thing. I'm like, wait, this is something that might be breaking toward our toward Army keeping Munkin, and it was. So yes, it was, man. And and I think. For a lot of us, it went to some of the fans and parents, the appreciation of Munkin. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really think we realize that Jeff Munkin is not just football to us. He's our coach, too, as well. But he's brought so much light to this program. Like, this program, our fans, Army old grads are just, they're Army old grads. Yeah. They army football to the day they die, but he's got these teams. These last, uh, say, five years have piqued the the interest of the nation. He's brought uh, so much attention. Just you can just watch him run on the field with this boys. The way he like everything he does, it it, it it pumps you up before you even get the game started. He's that. And it starts from the head and it trickles down to his coaches. Brent Davis, Coach um Woody. Um what was Certino? Sir, I mess his name up every time. Oh, uh, Sean Certino. Yes, special yeah, yeah. coach, like all of them. That's just a great group of men, and he's a great leader. Have you ever seen Coach Munkin run into the stands in the, on the cadet side? Did you see that Markel's freshman year and get the core cadets pumped up? Yes, I was there. <laughs> how many how many Division One coaches do that? I'm going to answer exactly. that. One, one Jeff Munkin. How many, I mean, I don't think anybody else really. I no, mean, and, and I, he. You feed off of his energy. Like, literally, you can feel everything. Like, you can see the veins in his side of his neck, and you're, like, yeah, trying to get there with him. Like, it, it's – it is – even when he's mad, like, you feel it. Like, you feel the compassion. He loves it. You can tell he's a man that loves what he does. I was going to say, I could be wrong with this, but the Eastern Michigan game, it was one of the games that they pulled out um, late um, – in, in their like eight or not eight or ten win seasons, um, halftime he's like coming out of the coming out of the locker room, goes right up to the stands, jumps up, gets them all pumped up, and I'm like, yes, holy cow! And this wasn't the first time I've seen it, you know. This yes. wasn't the first time I've seen it. And then they pull out the win, and at the end, he's so excited about them beating them um, Eastern Michigan. 
Um, James James Gibby Gibson right makes the arm tackle on the two point conversion gives Army a win as as Eastern Connecticut thought they were gonna pull out the win there. Um, he picks up a chair and he lifts up a chair. <laughs> he lifts up like, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, um, yeah. No, when they won the Commander in Chief trophy, and he picks up the trophy, uh, and the trophy's so huge, and I'm looking like, oh my god! But he's he, his adrenaline, like he he bleeds Army football. Yeah. It's it's it energizes the the players, the program, yes. everybody around it, and it's good. To, it's good to see now we'll have another year of that. And man, like you said, the countdown clock is on. Yes, right. We could talk about Army football probably for the next couple out hours. <laughs> of course, we can. We're, we're, we'll have you, we'll have you back on during the season if you'd like to come back. Anytime, anytime. We'll, we'll get you. <laughs> well, you're gonna be at games when we do our post game, but if we ever get to a previews before games, we'll, we'll get you on. This has been really fun. Thanks yes. for sharing, and uh, I, I hope you had a great Mother's Day. First, I off. did. It was so relaxing. I have. I think this is one of my most relaxed Mother's Days. Like, literally, it's been a, a great, it's just everything. It, it's It's been an awesome Mother's Day. Considering I lost my mom 18 years ago, and month of May is very hard for me. No more. Like, I, the month of May is, like, so full of flowers to me. So this has been a great, awesome Mother's Day. And, of course, my Army child calls me a six. 59 this morning. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Leave it to Marquell. But would you expect anything less? Would you no, expect anything no. less? He's been like that since he's little. He's been getting up at 4:30 in the morning since he was a little boy. So Army was right down his alley. But I should have known. I should have just put the phone on silent and let him leave me to mess it. <laughs> well, you started with a phone call for Markel, and now you're going to kind of close it with a little appearance on the Black Knight Nation podcast. That's it. Right? Sounds it, like a good day to me. So great day. <laughs> Anytime we talk in Army football, it's a great day for me. <laughs> man, man, the positivity that you brought to this podcast is, is going to take this podcast to the next level. Let's me. go. Let's yeah, go. It's take it to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really enjoy talking to you. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot for the time tonight. All right. Thank you. Go Army.